if you look through the scriptures, one of the things we are going to um, identify as a critical thread that goes all around um, in, in scriptures is the fact that it seems God is usually more interested in people who are serious with their lives already. All right, um, God is not just going to pick up any riffraff somewhere who doesn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, God is in the business of changing people. God is in the business of um, getting people saved, you know, mending their lives and getting them better. But when it concerns the things of God, especially when it concerns ministry, God is more important or is more concerned um, with serious people, all right, people who are serious with their lives. And I realized from trends and from observing you know several people people who have a plan for their lives end up becoming better ministers of the gospel than somebody who happens to stumble on it if you go to through scriptures in the old testament i'll just speak one um the bible talks about elisha who was threshing his father's um field with oxen and you know Elijah came and placed his mantle upon him now he had something he was doing he was actively involved in mechanized farming you know, and at that point, you know, the prophet of God came and placed his mantle upon him, transferring to him, you know, that office of a prophet. And in the New Testament, you see Paul, you know, who was actively involved in persecuting the saints, came and encountered Jesus and encountered Jesus Christ via a revelation. And even in modern times, you begin to realize that people who have done very great things for God, I mean, are people who really had a plan for themselves already, but they encountered God at some point and had to surrender that plan and take up the plan of God. So where am I going to? I mean, have a plan for your life. I'm tired of seeing people in this generation who are just coasting along. You ask them, okay, so what's up? And they say, I'm just trusting God. I mean, I mean, have a plan for your life. I mean, even if you're going to go into the fivefold ministry, even if you're going to do something for God, I mean, still have a plan. God is not against you having your plan. Where God has issues is where you begin to exalt your plan above his own plan. All right? So have a plan for your life. You know, people with plans are serious-looking people. You know, plan in general, plan in specifics. And I, 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 I find it very hard when I ask people, okay, so what are your short-term goals? Um, what do you want to do in the next six months? What do you want to do in the next one year? You know, I ask them, what are your long-term goals? Let's even say, okay, I mean, they don't have I mean, enough um, um, data or enough information to be able to say, okay, this was going to happen 10 years or five years' time. But at least six months from now, there should be things that you're actively pursuing. There should be things that you're actually pursuing in the next one year. All right? Have a plan. Plan in general. Plan in specifics. All right? As, as you plan in general, like say for a year, six months, also plan specifics. What, what I'm going to get done this week? What am I going to get done this month? You know, stuff like that. When you plan, you begin to realize what you are capable of and really what you want God to do for you. Right, so many people are just wanting to give, leave things in the hands of God, but it's not done that way. When you have a goal and you have a plan, you are able to break down, you know, that goal and into definite steps. Then you ask yourself, okay, which one can I do? And which one do I need God's intervention for? I mean, you begin to realize because most people feel God is just going to come down all the way from heaven and do everything. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that that's, that's impossible, but it would be better if we are in union with God, if we are in um, in um, in cooperation with God. You know, as God is moving, I mean, we are also moving. Uh, the story of Gideon comes to mind. You know, after God trimmed down the amount of fighters to about 300 and he sent them, and they um, 
crept very close to the to the enemy at the point where he was about to release he, he gave them an instruction and saying you know when I blow my trumpet or my blow my horn, you also blow your horn and declare the, the sword of the Lord and that of Gideon. That is to say there is the part that the Lord is going to do and there is the part that we as Gideon, as human beings, are going to do. So, I mean, you can't leave your part slacking and just leave everything to God. I mean, that's gross irresponsibility. Right? So, when you plan, you begin to have that understanding of what exactly needs to be done. Without a plan, you are giving up on all chance, and, and it's not it's not grace of God. Right? When someone says, oh, I'm just waiting on God. No, you're not waiting on God. I mean, have a plan. You know, have a plan. Planning makes your goal clearer. All right? In fact, it begins to open you up to your own assumption. That, okay, this plan I'm planning... Am I planning or looking up to somebody or am I looking up to God? Why? Because in your plan, by then you begin to itemize it, you begin to realize that, oh, I think I've been looking to my uncle or I've been looking to this person. I mean, or the plan that I have is dependent on this person. If this person doesn't move, you know, my plan wouldn't come to fruition. Then it begins to open you up to your assumptions. It begins to open you up to the reality of the fact that are you really trusting in God or you're just waiting on a particular man to move so that things can move for you, right? It opens you up to your own intentions too. You know, when you have a plan, when you have a, when you, when, when your goal becomes, when you have a plan, your goal becomes clearer, you begin to see your intentions very well. Okay, uh, this thing I'm doing, am I doing it because I want to give God glory? Am I doing it because I want to benefit human beings or because I want to exalt myself and, and stuff like that? You know, when you consider the cost, you know, you begin to, Ask yourself the question, why? And that's what planning does for you. I mean, when, when you plan, you get to a point where you ask, ask yourself, is this worth it? Why am I even doing this? And really, that is where, at that point, that is where you get the drive that will determine whether or not you are going to see that plan through or not. I hope you've been blessed.